Steven. You've been marked for death, brother. This is Seriously Seagal. Uh, nailed the intro. Oh, that was a good one. First time. Uh, Haven't done that yeah. yet. <laughs> hey, good, hey good job. Oh, hey. Good job. Oh, we're getting serious about Seagal today. Always. Um, on Seriously Seagal, episode three, Marked for Death, 1990. What a classic. This is P-Bear. I'm the drummer for the Van Burens. I'm joined, as always, by my two co-hosts. To my right. This is Flavor, a.k.a. Brown Man. <laughs> and making and the beat happen. Captain Smitty over here. <laughs> Captain Smitty, how's your nose today? <laughs> it's it's not great. So I'm gonna like have to. I, I'm a lot. I'm a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he literally. It's a lot more nasally right than it's before. than it usually is. Just just as a fair you just warning blow to our listeners nose out there. This podcast as well? I, I did. I did. You rush. do get podcast nose. He gets podcast nose. It's like people get the shits before they do something like on stage. <laughs> exactly. That also nervous. happens. Maybe to me. that's why Seagal is always wearing black. <laughs> <laughs> No one can tell. Yeah, you just wait. So this movie was in 1990. This movie was 1990. That's same when I was born, bro. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. What a great year. It's a I good know. year. Hard to kill. Um, you know, uh, he did two in one year. Yeah. Oh, nice. You came out this year. That's true. And this movie came out this year. Home that's Alone. Like a lot I think of cigars. 1990. Pretty right? good. Pretty good year. Um, yeah. Did you guys like this movie? I loved this movie. It I was, thought it was great. It's very entertaining. I would say it's. Uh, Quite racist too. At the yeah. same time, it's it's, it's super pretty uh, racist. Yeah, Seagal is it's dealing a lot with of some, like cringy uh, moments. Jamaican gangs in Chicago. Uh, they're called posses. <laughs> oh yeah, they actually call posses. There's a really really <laughs> offensive newscast by a lovely that Asian woman newscaster who goes, uh, uh, Jamaican gangs. Although only one percent of Jamaican people comprise these gangs, they kill fourteen hundred people a year. They call them posses. It was, it was actually fourteen hundred the past three years. Oh, four, okay, oh. so it's not that bad. Yeah, that's really not that <laughs> it's bad. Not that many people. That's not bad. That's a couple hundred a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, like four hundred <laughs> something a year. Yeah. So that's really. Oh man. But really they call them bad. a posse, and I was like, what? Yeah, is that even they they are know, kind like, of a posse. Uh, yeah, but so is like Definitely. any gang, right? Yeah, yeah like, we're a posse. Yeah, we're a posse. I do. Was, uh, I do agree. It was a little strange. I think that she labeled them that, but uh, that, that's what they're referring. I'm like to a as. public so. newscast too. Yeah, it was. It was a little <laughs> odd. Well, that was the thing. And then Seagal kept calling them that. Late. He kept whispering, yeah. like, like pauses. Yeah, yeah, take down the pauses. Just speak louder, goddamn it! Yeah, sorry. Them pauses the entire time. <laughs> okay, so Seagal is John Hatcher. He starts the movie. Who does he work for exactly? Uh, He's an elite uh, Chicago. Police detective, yeah. probably, yeah. of some kind. He's once again elite. But he's chasing down Danny Trejo in the Danny first Trejo, scene of the movie. Great cameo. Like great how, way to start a, a movie. Great opening. Yeah. It, it, he was killing it. He's if Danny Trejo is running DEA, away from, like, by the way. he's DEA. Danny okay. Trejo is a bad motherfucker. If this dude is running away from you from the start of the movie, like, you don't know what happened before, but you know, like, something happened. Like, this guy's running away from Seagal. We kind of start in medias race, so to speak. Yeah. With Danny Trejo like and you gotta Seagal. You got to be a bad running. motherfucker to scare Danny Trejo. See, this is like prime Seagal, too. So his running is pretty damn good in this yeah, movie. Yeah, his ponytail is just all over the place. Yeah, it's, it's right. flapping around. Although there is that jogging scene with Keith David that is it's not quite <laughs> Yeah, no, no. It seems later. like he aged like 20 years. Yeah, between like the he goes through a lot in this movie, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, he does. Okay, so he chases down Danny Trejo. Yep. 
And then he slaps his partner. He slaps yeah, his partner. he gives his partner the uh, quite the, the uh, physical beating there. Like, or I think like a character choice that Steven made for this movie to like separate it from his other two movies that he had made at this point was like, I'm gonna be like a friendly slapper. <laughs> like, yeah, slap he's he's that guy who always just is hitting people. Yeah, he like, kind of hey, slaps bud. his little nephew around yeah. a little bit too. At he did. Party. He did. He gave him a slap to the yeah. face. <laughs> it's like okay, Steven, like calm down with this. Does he thing, do man. that to Keith though? I don't think he does. He does a lot of like he hugs, he hugs Keith him David and a he lot. Touches him. He like puts his arm around him and like walks forward. Yeah. Like they both walk in the same direction. I, d- I, w- I mean, he had to give him the shoulder up to wake him up. I will up have to say that point. that is the movie's romance is between it's Seagal a and it's, yeah, a it's a romance. It's a Keith David brown man. Really? <laughs> Wait, who's Pete Baron? Who's the brown man in this one? <laughs> You're Seagal, right? You imagine yourself as Seagal, and I'm I, Keith David. I could kind of see myself as Keith David. Okay. Just okay. He's like he needs the shotgun. I uh, actually want to yeah, start a new segment on this show yeah. called the Keith David Memorial Non-Segal MVP. <laughs> Hit the music. We've been doing that, though. It's just now we're giving it a name. It's the Keith David Memorial Award. Right. So the Porter from Under Siege 2 would have been mine, for example. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah totally. Yep. Bobby Porter. The MVP Award. Now, so what were we calling it again? Give this, give this a yeah. yeah. The Keith David Memorial Non-Segal MVP. Nice. Who does it go to in this movie? Who do you think? <laughs> What's the name of the award, Raj? <laughs> Danny Trejo. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm, Trejo. I'm kidding. I'm Danny kidding. Trejo I'm kidding. No. What was your best? What was your favorite Keith moment? Um, Keith David had a lot of or good. What, moments. what do you think got him the MVP? He was the only person I could <laughs> understand when he, <laughs> when he spoke. Yes. <laughs> yes. The I did. Movie. Yeah. He was it, very enunciated. He enunciated so well. <sighs> so many Jamaican accents and whisperings of Seagal. So it's many just, whisperings oh, of Seagal. The shoehorned in love interest also think, had an accent. I think everybody yeah, should realize. Where was she supposed to be from? I don't know. In case tell. they. That dude Tito had an accent. Yes, that, no. that scene between Screwface and Tito, I was just I, like, I what the fuck? Yeah, is yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think either of them knew what they were saying. Somebody bring me some was, Keith David in here yeah. and give me some I think the best like, part is that, for those of you who didn't catch it, Keith David is a high school coach. High school he's, football he's coach. He's a football coach. So he's doing this. Like presumably over a weekend or something where he doesn't have a game. At the at the end of the end, like spoiler alert, at the so end of like, the movie, he's badass. just like walking home injured with like like, all like shotgun in his hand, yeah. and he's just like, well, like, gotta go to what go if to he practice runs into tomorrow. a student like on the street, like, hey, coach, what are you doing? He's like, I can't, I can't talk right now. I'm chasing down some Jamaicans. Yeah, <laughs> like what? <laughs> Keith David just gets into it. So did Keith David used to work for the DEA too in this? Apparently, how does he know about guns and stuff? I mean, he's, he's got to. Pretty I'm assuming well he was way around guns like no football coach that I know of knows about. I mean, well, you don't know that. I'm sure. I'm sure oh, he had. No, uh, some he had a time. lot of different guns there. But Keith David kind of brings us into the story because he's coaching some football. He's being pretty tough yeah, on his is. players as well. And the Jamaicans are smoking crack in the bleachers <laughs> with the school kids. <laughs> it's, it was uh, so flagrant. It was just so it's out of control. Yeah. Well, first they're smoking joints, and they're like, yeah, you like that shit? Yeah. Will you try this? It's crack. crack. <laughs> <laughs> and then that girl's like, oh, okay. I like to smoke crack. Those like two little like model girls yeah, are like, yeah, yeah, I would like to smoke some crack, please. Yeah. yeah. What's <laughs> interesting is that Steven wanted to just stay away from it all. Yeah, Steven's kind of out and of it. Keith was the one who like egged him on. And Keith kind of brings him in. When Keith first Steve's <laughs> sees Steven, I, I wrote it down. I hope to enunciate it just as well as Keith David. <laughs> <coughs> me, 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 me. One can hope. Well, I'll be damned. I heard you just got shot dead on the streets of Bangkok. <laughs> That's a really good Keith David impression, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I not like bad that. At all. Yeah, not well, bad. I'll be damned. Not bad, but yeah, he he, he enunciates, you know which what's I appreciate. Though, you know, is that during the fight scenes, 
he kind of did nothing, and then he'd show up at the end and hit one guy, and then be like, "Yeah, we really did it." And then Stephen would agree, but it's like, wait, Stephen, where really were you during the entire fight, bro? Care of all the business in <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, I'm in like, this wait movie. a minute, you definitely just hit the last guy who was already like damaged severely. There is that scene where after the one of those well, great snaps, I w- where I w- Keith David uses the butt of the shotgun to just take uh, the dude out. Yeah. And yeah. Like, okay. Like, well, I would have to argue he isn't the one who's marked for death. That's a good point. That's a good yeah, point. it's not All the right, one okay. who's marked for death. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Okay, how does Seagal even get marked for death? Because of his house. There's his some house. voodoo involved. It's very it's racist house now is, that I'm is, thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, it's marked with that white circle or right, okay. his house. Okay. Because he interfered with his business. I'm trying to just even walk m- through the plot in my head. All right, so they're so dealing, remember they're dealing in the club remember they and he like messes the stuff up in the club. And he messes up that like hit and like... Right. Okay. Takes that guy in that or whatever. Scene too and was it, just like that was the start of it all. Being yep. Getting yep. him so many scared like basically. white people running yeah. from <laughs> Jamaican dudes with. with and then like, the guy is like, Ugh. "If a man commits a crime against you, <laughs> he must be paid back a thousand times." <laughs> and then he gets marked for death. That's right. Seagal gets marked for death. Yep. How'd they find his house? It's it was like very quick. Uh, his it house. Very is he staying at like his mom's? He's staying at or his, his sister's mom's house. Yeah. Like yeah, because he went that? back home, right? Because he was like in a different city, and then he wanted to leave yeah. it all and go home. Exactly. He was in Chicago, and he drove yeah. to maybe Milwaukee. Yeah. We're thinking. I, we'll yeah. we'll hear about what he did clear. during my my segment later because it involves one of the one of the lines. Do you want to do that segment line. right one now? Line. Sure. And that segment would be Flaves Faves. All right, here we go. Flavors Wait, no, that's the other one. Oh, uh, uh. There we go. Get your act together, Mr. Smitty. <laughs> All what right, we're doing Flaves Faves, guys. Flaves Faves. So this is favorite one-liners of the movie. So like uh, we were just talking about, Stephen is not actually living at this place. This is like family's house. And the reason is because he was in a different area working as a detective, or what we think is a detective. So he goes into a church confessional booth, <laughs> yeah. and he tells the pastor, it's a great one. I just killed a woman, <laughs> I've lied, <laughs> slept with informants, I've taken drugs, I've falsified evidence, I did whatever I had to do to get the bad guys, and then I realized something, that I've become what I most despise. It's great. I can't. Great. I can't. That, that was so good. Honestly, that that's the one I had written down as my yeah. favorite rendition. It's like, flip. dude, that like you just really went nice through movie. like everything you did. It's like, all right. It, it, I also capitalized the bad in I ha- whatever I had to do to get the bad guys because he did uh, emphasize that. Like you know, if you say I did whatever bad. I had to do to get the bad guys, you wouldn't you wouldn't emphasize. It was weird. He was bad like, bad guys. The bad guys. It was weird. Bad but anyway, so that was the first one. Can, can we talk about that for just for a second? Sure. Yeah, let's talk about it. Can you run through his list? He's lied. He he's killed. Well, no, dr- he just oh, said he killed, killed a woman. woman. Then oh, he that, lied. The topless broad. Right. Who, uh, oh boy. Yeah. And then oh, he said yeah. I've lied. Killed his partner. So yeah. That's two. Oh, Slept God. with informants. Taken drugs. Falsified evidence. Did whatever I had to do. So implied extra stuff. He didn't <laughs> talk about chopping off that guy's hand, though. <laughs> he didn't talk about that. <laughs> Shouldn't include it. He that. falsified evidence. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. What? That's just a bad. <laughs> yeah. He's a crooked cop. He's a crooked. We cop. just took that for granted. But I mean, yeah. he was beating the shit out of his partner in the previous <laughs> scene. So yeah, he was have. like. Re- he's he not like the nicest of guys. Yeah, he's like, this is why I'm Danny Trejo is running from. All right. So this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't yeah, want to slap me around. Yeah. So the second quote that I have written. Is actually a response to when the guy yells, I'm Jimmy fucking Fingers, I'm a made man. Oh, yeah. And then he shoots the guy, and he says very quietly, God made man. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a really good one. Nice. All right. Yeah. He gets really Italian with Jimmy Fingers for a yeah, second, too. Like, very oddly. Yeah, he does. He's Steven like does that in a few yeah. of his movies. For sure. For sure. But I think that the second best, I think the first one where he describes everything wrong that he's done is definitely the best. But the second would be obviously the last one-liner of the movie, which is after he throws Screwface down the elevator shaft. And he says... I hope they weren't triplets. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, my God. Screwface it's was twins. two guys. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. twins. <laughs> and twins. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh God, shit. Oh, no. Yeah, that's kind of the big crux of the movie. He's isn't got it? two eyes and four arms. But I never was like. like what? He's <laughs> mutated? What What does that mean? I wouldn't have got that in the first time. <laughs> Stephen really didn't. It was, did Stephen get that in the first time? It was, it was he just kind of walked away from that club. Two, like, it right. was two heads and four two eyes. Heads and two oh, four eyes. okay. It's not two eyes and four <laughs> arms. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he's a cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> he's a cyclops or he's like. Uh, I kind of imagine. Yeah, yeah, right. I kind of imagined him as a cyclops in this movie. He kind of did. He was an interesting he had a bad weird guy. guy thing going yeah, on. he did. Screw face, man. See, I, what I don't understand though is like he was two guys, but it was never set up in the movie that I was like, yeah. how can this be possible? Right. What right. is he? Exactly. How he's pulling all this exactly. off? It was not exactly. until like the very end where it was like, oh, he killed one of them, but there's another one. Yeah. Even though he's yeah, holding yeah, yeah. the head of one of these guys. Exactly. Because <coughs> the lady was like, Screwface's magic is that she has whatever a combination of things she said. <laughs> a certain <laughs> number <laughs> of heads, <laughs> eyes, or maybe But arms. it's like, what magic? We weren't shown the magic. Yeah. Uh, we just saw him selling heads, crack to eyes people. And like, arms is, his, ability to <laughs> like his ability to sell crack? Is is that what, like, what was the magic? There was no magic. Know. Yeah, that's a good point. Exactly. And he was pretty shitty at it because Seagal broke up all of his plans everywhere he went. He's yeah. Like, Seagal was marked for death and it did not come true. Dude, Seagal Mark the shit out of them for death, I would say. Yeah, he really did. He really flipped it on him. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He just flipped it right on him. Yeah, I was not like just a theme in Seagal's movies. Like, once you're in it with Seagal, you are the you're one who's marked for death. Uh, like, yeah, you know what I mean? There's yeah. no turning you back. You can go in with a sword and he has a sword. Yeah, because didn't they like paralyze or something? They'll that put kid? down his sword. They like shot the fun. kid, right? Yeah. Like, that's what pissed him off because they like shot up his house. Right, well, okay. Well, so yeah, that kid gets like paralyzed or something. So he's marked for death. They come and do a drive-by shooting at his family Wait, home. Was that? Hold on. Was that his niece? Yeah, that yeah, was his that's niece, bro. His niece. I gotta What'd mention. I gotta stop, and I gotta say okay. this. Okay, so Steven Seagal. I wrote this down. He's got an issue with nieces. He has a real niece yeah. problem. Yeah, he <laughs> does. He does. He, his niece hated him in Under Siege too. And this chick, like, he shows up, and this niece is just like, right away, wants nothing to do with him. Yeah. But incidentally, the niece's parents, his sister is okay with him in this movie. They're not like on bad terms, like an under siege too, but she still hates him. Then she gets apparently shot because of him. Yep. So, like, <laughs> this guy's got an issue with nieces. Like, I just wanted to, be- I didn't realize that that was the same person that got shot. So, already she already hated life, him. Flash. Now she wakes up, like, pa- fucking paralyzed. She's like, oh, you ki- Uncle Steven, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle John Hatcher? <laughs> Uncle John Whatever. Hatcher? <laughs> John Hatcher. <laughs> Uncle Steven Seagal, no. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, he has a real problem with nieces. Well, it's, like, like another weird theme, I think, in Seagal movies is that it's, like, not his We should kids. look for more nieces He doesn't have kids. Movies. He's, like, uh, kind of weirdly yeah, he's asexual. Never, yeah, he's never attached to other people's kids, yeah. And, like, the, the love interest in this movie... Except like, for Belly of the Beast. Belly of the Beast, he has a kid? He... He has to travel to the belly of the beast because his kid is kidnapped. This is the original <laughs> Taken. Hey, come on, this man. This is the original oh, dude, Taken. No spoilers, wait. dude. That's no. not a spoiler. That's just that's a, a movie. That's a teaser, bro. That's and no, I no, am but, but, for that. Um, in what movie? Uh, what was last week's movie? 
I can't hard to kill. Hard to kill. Hard to kill. He was a dad, but yeah, but his but family is like yeah, yeah, it's like very quickly. Right. No, but but yeah, I would agree. In most cases, he's like, in, like a, in an uncle role. Yeah, of he's, some he's sorts, like an uncle. Like that podcast we got to do a belly of the beast versus taken. Okay, we'll talk. We about, we'll talk about those things. We'll, right. we'll have a niece. Let's in go the to let's go to a pee bear segment. Let's hit us with the theme song here, Smitty. I want to talk about since we we're kind of talking about it. Uh, Casey Ryback's overcooked eggs. <laughs> yeah, give it. Hit us with a, with a hit us with the theme. I don't know if we chose one for that. Casey Ryback's overcooked eggs. This is the segment where we talk about the best cliches yep. from Seagal movies that we saw yep. in today's Seagal movie, and I had a lot of them. The first one was this like family thing. Mm. Seagal, what I'm finding, and it kind of combines with his love interest thing. Okay. The love interest in this was just like she was there for like five minutes. Yeah. And they just kind yeah. of flirted, and that was it. It seemed like there could have been like a, a bigger role like written for her that was yeah. just totally. I feel like there's might be a lot of that happening in a lot of these movies. Like, yeah. right, people have bigger roles, but then they're just like, oh, we can't have that early. They just right. totally scrap it out of the. Yeah, mind. this is not but a scene that involves kicking someone in the face or snapping. <laughs> yeah, <or something laughs> exactly. So like, yeah, they're like, let's get rid of it. And maybe it's like Seagal doing a <laughs> love like, scene, but it ties like, the whole story together. Yeah. No, I don't care. Let's no, get, get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we can't worry about it. We never see the niece again. Yeah, <laughs> right? She's yeah. in the hospital. Like, there's really no closure with either one right, of, like the, you would any think of the storylines involving like, women. Like, after they like, walk off into the dark, dark, maybe there's a scene where they, like, reunite again, and she's like, oh, like, thanks for killing all those people for me. Like, I don't know. Not even that. No, nothing. Nothing. That's why it's the ultimate bromance. Yeah, what's it really what, is. What's your next cliche? Another cliche I would have is the lighting on Steven Seagal's face, which is just, like, <laughs> kind of from his, like, top lip up to like the bottom of his forehead <laughs> they always just like that is so bright in like every scene yes. there was like a really good stare when he first sees the chick who he's going to eventually have a flirtatious relationship with he just stares at her for a good like hard like yeah. minute yeah yeah in the club uh outside the club yeah. after when everybody's like oh it's fucking casey ryback I yeah. mean, John yeah. he just gives her like the eye yeah he just gives her a hard eye i also want to know how did he find her place because yeah, he goes there right, like right, right. the next oh. day and is like, I saw you. And he's that, just like at her house. Like, yeah, how did she just took that at face value? I mean, he's maybe probably he's using some of his old. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, he probably is using some some of his cop ties and stalking. Yeah. Another one I of the cliches, of course, is that. I thought you were going to talk about the lighting when he's staring at the club chick who gives him the information about screw oh, yeah, for like oh, a good yeah. minute. And she yep. somehow dances towards him, even though all he's doing is staring at her. That's all she's mesmerized. She's mesmerized. She just can't help it. He's he's a beautiful man. Yeah, but that does lighting is the same as you're mentioning. It's the same. Just f- even in the club, which is, should be lighting, should be changing frequently well, because it's a club. I, There's yeah. only that segment is lit very obviously. I think it like might like seriously. I think it like might be in his contract that he's like you have to light <laughs> me like this. Isn't there, didn't you talk about like how Vin Diesel has a contract that he can't lose? Well, the, the yeah, all the stars, the yeah, they, yeah, they both yeah. have contracts and that right. they can't. So maybe that's something with Seagal too. They can't not light his face properly the way he wants. Let's keep tabs on that as right. as we go along because I think Let's there's like tabs. a Seagal lighting okay. trend going on. Um, he whispers a lot of things. Oh, we kind of talked about that. We've talked about the whispers before. He, the whole setup of like he's a former, uh, he's a guy who used to do this and he's now he's being dragged back in. It's just like it's all a pretty big fucking <laughs> cliche, you know? Yeah. It's uh, also just him wearing black. 
Oh, he wears a lot of black, except for that Every one movie. blue jean jacket at that one point, or whatever that he was. He was wearing black underneath. He was wearing black underneath. He was wearing black underneath, and we thought he was going to take his jacket off at one point to re- reveal, like, hey, I'm wearing black, you guys. Yeah. But he, he said didn't he went and snapped happen. somebody's neck, which uh, might be a good... Oh, I think that's a good segue a good right segue. there, Raj. Oh, God. Here we go. Snap in. <laughs> With Mr. Smitty. All right, so today... This week's movie had a lot of snaps, guys. This was a very exciting snapping uh, bit. We exclaimed quite a bit. Well, you picked the two It should be, though. Snapping with Smitty is the great segment. All right, well, okay, so we had seven snaps today, boys. Did you get that? Damn, dude. We've we've kind of set a standard over under at five and a half on this show. And we've gone over today for all you... You know what's great there. is yeah. that there wasn't that many snaps for a long time. We were starting to think that there wouldn't be. Oh, man. So they they were just teasing. He was oh teasing God. us the whole time. You went snap crazy I wish, then. I wish I made a note of uh, what time the first one was at. But, all right. So, the first three came right in a row, all in the jewelry store. Ooh, nice. Okay. And Seagal's fighting off Which the was Jamaicans. like halfway through the movie. Yes, least. it was. Yeah. yeah. Because him and Keith David are already like on the offensive against them. Right. Yep. And so, basically, there was one wrist snap. And two arm snaps. Yep. Then we had when Seagal went to kill Screwface mm-hmm. in Jamaica. Down in Jamaica. Screw, Screwface one. Screwface one. We have a, one snap. a neck snap in the tent and an arm snap in the tent yep. at the end. And the then, he the cuts, then he cuts off Screwface's head. That was Well, he crotches him with yeah, the sword yeah. and then Just, chops yeah. off his head. It's pretty satisfying. Yeah. Just you wait. Just you wait, <laughs> Raj. Sorry. So then they come back mm-hmm. with the head and everything to Chicago, right? Yes. To the to their like Chicago den. We're like, look it, we got his head. I don't know how we got it through customs, but we have it. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, here's how his did, head. Yeah. And then Charles gets yeah, still just like sliced they, through yeah. the back. How did not nobody knows Charles was too. holding the head like he, he's holding the head at his side. He's yeah. in a circle of dudes. I thought maybe he had he it in a bag or something, like, but I guess there's no bag. I don't think so. They need like also how do they get the guns to Jamaica, Jamaica and then yeah. the head back. There's so many questions. Right, okay, anyway, keep going. Jamaican right, yeah. so Airlines is snaps. very so lax with its security. Keep going with snaps. So then we have at the hideout, that's when the leg break comes, Raj. It ah, might have been okay. like high leg or even knee. but it was it, definitely he, a knee. Oh, it's I just, brutal. I it, was, yeah, it, it is late, brutal. That's probably my favorite one. And yeah. then the final one, which is actually pretty good into itself, um, Seagal basically... Bane Screwface too. He just takes him up and just oh, gives him a s- right. snaps so his spine. Yeah, his so knee. good. It was really good. That was and then throws classic. him down the elevator shaft, which is I saw this satisfying. movie when I was like eleven. Did you really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never nice. seen this movie. And that whole final sequence left an impression with me. Yeah. When he, uh, well, first before the the back break, he thumbs he like mountain. Oh, mountain gouges his vipers, eyes. His yeah. eyes. Yep. 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 That's quite a moment. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty brutal. That's pretty nuts. He was Very really brutal. out for justice in this one. Dude, seriously. And he was kind of above the law, I must <laughs> say, was, as yeah. well. <laughs> yep. I mean, he was under siege at points, too. <laughs> yeah. And he was putting he, under people, other he, people under siege. He yeah. <laughs> I think he also pistol whipped a guy yeah. as well. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> he did. He definitely did. But for sure, he was marked for death. Of course. We saw it happen. We saw, yeah. we what, saw him be marked. Smitty, what was your favorite snap? Oh, man. And can I Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say is it was probably the leg one. Oh, oh yeah, reenact it was the re-enacted leg one right near the end. Okay, all right. Raj has got my leg. What part of my leg do you 
Describe it to the people at home. Just so so the alternate leg that you're not snapping is yep. actually being held by Steven okay. up in the air. So it's kind of like the guy standing on one leg. And then you kick the knee at an uh, oblique uh, angle okay, of, yep. of the leg that's yep, standing. Yep, I feel that. You don't have to do that full speed. And then that's the snap. Every week, dude. Every week, dude. My bad. Oh, my, my bad. God. My bad. Ouch. Oh. That was uh, snapping with Smitty. Thank God for Obamacare. Hit the music. <laughs> I need a moment. That was pretty. Uh, that was pretty rough, man. You're gonna be hobbled by the end of this podcast. We're gonna be doing good. this at the hospital. Or you and your this is not comfortable. Yeah, I'm just. I'm gonna be like. I'm gonna be like the niece. <laughs> your guys' niece. We're staring at him. We'll bedroom. never hear from you again. Just hobble. Oh, and it will Smitty. be Raj's fault. <laughs> Uncle Smitty. Raj, I want to present an idea to you that I was sure. talking to Smitty about earlier. Okay. Seriously, Seagal, <coughs> the movie. Starring you as Steven Seagal, okay? Mm-hmm. And the plot is every Seagal, it's like the average of every Seagal movie. Okay. Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> so like those cliches that we, those cliches and stuff that we yeah, have, yeah, yeah. we write a movie based around that. And so it's just another one of his movies. It's a ju- <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like the ultimate Seagal movie. We were looking at the covers to all the Seagal's movies the other day, and they like the, the yeah. posters are all the exact same yep, thing. They're it's all guns. Him, him holding a gun like at his side, him pointing a gun, him like walking I, tall. I, I think it's safe to say he he enjoys firearms. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, that gun mod. <laughs> well, so they're, they're like modding all these guns. They have a whole gun building montage gun in this montage. movie. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It was like fucking Rocky IV. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Yeah, this high school coach somehow knows how to do Yeah, the high school football coach is like welding like suppressor barrels for like these like high school rifles. weld? He was welding the shit out of those things. Yeah, Steven Seagal welding was pretty Go figure, another skill that this guy He's a man of many talents. This is why I picked him over Norris, I'm telling you. I thought it was very appropriate that his gun so was super skills. quiet, like his his delivery. It was, <laughs> yeah. It, you know what they say: people's guns uh, take after their owners, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stephen, he could yeah. come into a room, <laughs> shoot everyone. No one would know. Scream what at the top of his lungs, and nobody would hear a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, uh, there was also that like odd when he goes to visit his childhood bedroom. And there's a like collection of still guns. there, and he's yep. like 40 years that old. Small gun. He yeah. gets like, so turned on, like it was like putting a party it together. At Phil Spector's house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he went into his desk and like yeah, whipped out his like cleaning kit yeah. and was like, and like took out like that little assassin he gun. He was so excited. And then like about smiled that. once he yeah, like, put he, like, it all a together. Very he was like, he was like, oh, I miss dude. killing he people. Did he use that gun later in the movie? I don't think so. I don't think that was the only time. Yeah, that was the only time we saw it. Rush, do you want to talk some neeks? Dude, I would love to talk some neeks. Hit that music, brah. Talking Neeks. Talking Neeks. With the Brown Man. <laughs> this is Talking Neeks with the Brown Man. We're talking all sorts of techniques, getting serious. So, the last two weeks I was doing a little continuity with the wrist breaks. But this time he seems like he's moved up a little bit. He went into the arm breaks more in this a movie. A lot of arm breaks. A lot of arm breaks. Um, you know, one of my favorites was definitely the well. Two of my favorites were both in the jewelry store. Yeah, um, one so where he actually controlled the guy for a little bit. He had his arm bent back. Yeah, he did. He had. And he went to one. It. It's called the Shihu Nage, spelled S H I S H O. Shihu, and then separate word Nage N A G E. Look it up. We're getting seriously, so go. Yeah. 
And Keep then, going on these sneaks. And then the other one was just a straight up. Uh, it was an arm bar over his shoulder. It's pretty simple stuff, but really effective. A lot of good throws. Great throws. All Aikido throws, just momentum-based throws, redirecting your energy. A lot of good, like, using his surroundings, I thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of it's that, that was actually the sequence where he had like those Jamaicans kind of coming at him, like all four mm-hmm. of them, and he kept throwing them around. Very yeah. similar. Oh, he to kept like bumping them into <laughs> each other. He yeah, just kept yeah, like, yeah. like he doing little movements in there. Yeah. That's a very like that's a very Aikido Aikido oh, yeah. like thing to do. You know, it's all about like redirecting and kind of just like pushing people into each other and just like creating those that uh, that's that situation. So he was, that was like pretty much just like his bread and butter. Did right you notice there. in the 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 white people bar scene at the beginning? Yeah. Uh, when he when the Jamaican dudes come in with the automatic weapons. He pushes like the entire room of people to the ground. <laughs> like he yeah, tackles yeah, like yeah, literally yeah, like yeah, nine yeah, people yeah, in yeah. the scene. Like he's just like on the ground. <laughs> I missed that. Oh, he's right. in charge, dude. He's sick all man. Dude, when <laughs> when his car blows up after the uh, the overly elaborate, I want to get into this. So this into is my next part of the technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one technique that I wanted to point out. After the car explodes. He does a Nukes. great rollout. He does a front roll and lands on, like, his, he stands up again. Yeah. And I wanted to point out that I'm surprised that nobody does this in movies. Like, even people who in the movies are good fighters and, like, they, like, beat other people up and stuff. After an explosion, they all, like, kind of get thrown and fall on their hands instead of rolling out like a gymnast would do or, like, a tra- like we train that in our gym, for example, our dojo. You teach that, rolls. rolling out like that? Yeah. Um, and he did that in this movie. And I'm just surprised huh. that more people don't do that because that just seems like that's what you should do if you're training. So it was, was a pretty badass nice move. See that. I was, it was nice to see that. It was really good to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Raj, yeah. you got a little like chubber going on over there, bud? <laughs> I did a little how <laughs> He's adjusting his pants right now. <laughs> Raj is adjusting his pants. <laughs> it's great. All right. <laughs> let's, let's get out of this segment, guys. Let's get, throw on that fucking music, blow, Smitty. Talking meeks. I need, to, I need to get that cold Wendy's With drink. With the brown man. Get that cold Wendy's drink. So much stuff happened in this movie. Mm. I was just like looking through my notes right now. Yeah, we haven't so even talked bad. about the like the playground shootout scene oh where God. like the car like, chase shootout. Shoot right yeah, where yeah. Steven decides that that's a good time to approach these Jamaicans and shoot at them. Like, with yeah, all why would you sit in your car and say put your hands up while they're also sitting in yeah. this car? Oh, Bad move. Bad and move. Also, Keith David part. is firing a shotgun wildly in a park. Dude, <laughs> like, yeah, like out like, of a moving car. It's like, like it's that whole uh, scene where Steven like. They show him pull out his small pistol, and then he just like yeah. slyly pulls out this huge shotgun. A huge shotgun, like Seagal's being real discreet <laughs> with his little pistol, and then Keith David's like, like, like gives him sh- eyes that are like, "Hey, shotgun. gotcha," yeah. and then pulls out like <laughs> yeah. a huge shotgun. It's like, "All right, let's roll." <laughs> he was amazing. All right, let's roll. See, that's like a definitely. That's why I think I'd be the brown. He'd be the brown man of that Peter and Brown man situation. He'd be the brown man. I just that scene. It makes it seem like he like that's something I would do. Like you'd be trying to be discreet about something, and I'd just be very obviously like <laughs> going the exaggerated extreme of it i really like when keith david walks into the bar and orders a double <laughs> and the female bartender says i don't do doubles on the first date no. <laughs> what and keith david oh, goes that, that's though. not what i heard it was a great little moment uh, i was just what? like <laughs> i was so transfixed Are by keith talking david. about taking amazing. two dudes yeah 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 yes yeah like, Ew, what the <laughs> come on, lady? That's amazing. Seagal, <laughs> oh, 
my you god. were definitely it's paying a lot more attention to than goes, I was. <laughs> this is a bar with all those ugly girls. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, all right. Oh, my God. He really does kind of come off as a douchebag in the very beginning of this movie. And kind it's of. It's because he is. He's not a good guy, dude. Yeah, he's falsified evidence, bro. He's taken drugs. He's slept with informants. He's... <laughs> yeah, tell to him, Raj. <laughs> <laughs> he did whatever he had to do to get the bad guy. He kind of yeah. does set it up. He kind of does he set does, it up. Yeah. So America. I th- one thought he was invincible. One thought he could fly. They were both wrong. <laughs> that was great too. Oh, that was a. Oh, did we talk about that as a one-liner? That was I, a really good. I, one. I thought about it, but then I didn't like it enough compared to the other okay. three. It's still, it's still. It didn't make my top three, but it's a good one. Yeah. Oh, we, oh, Jimmy Cliff makes an appearance in this film. As does legendary drummer Tony Williams, yeah. Smitty, which Smitty pointed well, out. Well, I saw it in the credits. I guess I didn't see I'm assuming it's the same. The Tony credits Williams. also yes, had maybe. Sexy Woman 1 and Sexy Woman 2. Listed. I didn't know he played with Jimmy Cliff. Which is pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. There's some really yeah, good awesome. music in this movie. Yeah. Often well, wow. like Jamaican John people did terrible <laughs> things, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. some good Jimmy Cliff. Also, uh, uh, Bob Marley and Peter Tosh lyrics are referenced quite a bit by Screwface. Sure. Screwface is a Bob Marley song. Right, which is just like a nice yep. piece of cultural appropriation <laughs> on the part <laughs> of the makers of this movie. This oh movie God. would not fly today. No. no. Not I mean, in I, the uh, least. It's, it's it's pretty harsh. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, the, uh, the song off the soundtrack of this movie, written by Seagal and Jimmy Cliff. His first John oh Crow. God. John Crow, pretty good tune. Pretty was catchy. it in the movie? Yeah, it was in the movie. Uh, that was a movie they were playing. Yeah, there was a the song they were playing, playing in the bar in Jamaica. Oh, okay. yeah, it was pretty good. Um, James Newton Howard also did the score for this movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, the guy who did all the Batman soundtracks. Oh, nice. Pretty good. Dude, Steven's got his hands in a lot of different baskets. <laughs> hands in all the baskets, like <laughs> Yogi Bear. R.I.P. Yogi Bear. <laughs> Let's go to the island of alternate endings. Hey, boo boo. Oh, step in on that island. The island. Of alternate endings. Okay, do you guys have oh, an alternate it's ending it's for nice this movie? It's warm in here now. I like it. Here, here's one thing that we were talking about in the movie that we wish happened. When he does, when he puts uh, Screwface's lair, Jamaica lair, under siege, so to speak, he does a, he does this like little video game sniping moment where he yeah. just snipes oh, all these yep, yep, yeah. all of the guys just snipes some mansion. Jamaican yeah, yeah. dudes yep. off the balcony. They all fall. Yeah. Remind me of Goldeneye. Well, one of them was smoking a joint, and we wish that, or I wish that he had sniped the joint out, like yeah. unlit the cigarette with a with his bullet, and then the Jamaican guy gets all like, "What's going on here, yeah. man? What is this?" And then, uh, yeah. and then Seagal cut to Seagal whispering, "Just say no," yeah. and then he kills the dude. Damn, that was awesome. Damn, that I been got great. a good one. Uh, all right, I got an actual all like ending. different ending. Not this a was different a great ending. ending. This is what I imagine happens after they. Oh, roll the credits. A prologue. I believe that all of Screwface's gang that now has nothing to do decide to follow Keith <laughs> to his high school and yep. like become his assistant coaches. Or maybe they become the football team. <laughs> yeah. I would love that movie. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Keith <laughs> David coaching like, he doesn't know what to do with them. So he's like, all right, just, all right, just put some pads oh on God. and line up. <laughs> They're oh like, what are you talking God. about? They're old. They're from Jamaica. They're, they're, they're high schoolers. <laughs> that is incredible. Like, yeah. man, we play for you now. <laughs> You be the leader. These boys may be a bit unorthodox. <laughs> <laughs> but they're winning games. <laughs> so that's what I imagine. You gotta shut this down, coach. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> that's what I imagine. That's really oh, good. Man. But then in the future, down the line, the sequel to that is that 
one of them inevitably branches out and starts selling drugs, so Seagal has to keep taking them down, <laughs> and he has to find more people to replace the team. He's like, no, Seagal has to kill a high school He's like, John, <laughs> you're killing my team, literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> a weird, it's a weird movie. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's great. Anyway. Smitty, what, what would you have changed about this film? film? It was wow. pretty good. I couldn't find a lot that I wanted different, except for the blatant racism and <laughs> Okay, <sexism>. so. <laughs> blatant racism. What I would change is, at the end, you know uh-huh. where Seagal says that, uh, I hope there wasn't triplets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Samurai sword. <laughs> oh. Samurai sword. <laughs> oh. Through the back. He gets like totally gutted out. <laughs> it is It is triplets. Oh, there no. is a oh, screw shit. face three. No, oh. pull, stay with me. Stay with me. Okay. All right. Then Keith David comes out. Yep. No! Shotgun. Yep. Blasts Screwface 3 into the elevator shaft where him and Seagal both fall down to Screwface 2. Yeah. And then the elevator falls on top of all of them. Oh, that's good. Wow. Okay. Keith David yep. goes back to uh, Hatcher's, Hatcher's sister. Oh, okay. Starts banging her. <laughs> oh, gets like in it. in that family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like the, the girl and the kid's like new like kind of dad yeah, figure. I like that. Cool. But. Seagal okay. has a twin. Last shot of the movie we yep. see. We see the wife put on sunglasses. And she looks at Keith David. And he's actually an alien. From the movie They Live. No way. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, that's some M. Night Shyamalan shit right there. Have you guys seen They Live? No. I don't know. I don't never, I oh my! That's the Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Yes. Chewing bubblegum, kicking ass. R.I.P. Rowdy Rowdy Piper. As yes, well. yes. Oh, so sad. Yeah. But Keith David is in that movie. That's why I wanted to connect those two. Keith David's the fucking man. Oh, definitely the MVP. The thing. The thing. Or oh yeah, dude. Or how about this? He goes thing. home, starts a family, you know, with that with the uh, the sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then he gets sent out to Antarctic on assignment. Oh, assignments. that's really good. About oh, wow. training football players in the Arctic <laughs> Circle. <laughs> and that movie becomes the thing. No, My no, team no, may no. be a bit unorthodox, <laughs> but we need to boil your blood to see if there's a thing living inside <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's so those, those are my couple really alternate, alternate endings. Let's, uh, we should like take our, our train back off the island of alternate endings. All right. We'll choo see you choo. choo choo. Yeah. The island. <laughs> All right, so on a scale of uh, of uh, John Hatcher to Casey Ryback, what do you give this movie? A John Hatcher plus. John Hatcher plus, right? Yeah, I would give it that too. I was I had a pretty good time. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Um, next time, however. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's preface this with we've been we've been having a good time, right? Yes. Yeah. And when kind of I thought that when we started this endeavor, I thought there'd be moments where it'd be like mm-hmm. we're watching some pretty tough movies, right? Because yeah. it's you know it's bound to happen. It's bound to happen to Steven Skull. <laughs> I've enjoyed these first three movies pretty solidly. I would give them at least three stars. Yeah. Out of yeah five. Five. I'll give them like I would go out of a ten scale, so it's easier. I, I would to say like them. you know. I go to I'd give two, this two and a half Casey Rybacks for sure. I'd give this one a yeah. seven and a half out of ten. Seven and a half out of ten? Yeah, it's some it's somewhere around there, right? It was pretty good. Yeah. But coming up, but, yes, we're, we're gonna good. go to some of Steven Seagal's direct to DVD releases. And we're gonna watch a movie called Pistol Whipped. Pistol Whipped.
Let's oh, get the man. description of this really. P-whipped. Yeah, P-whipped. You think he'll get pistol-whipped at any point or will be pistol-whipping people? I think he's going to be pistol-whipping people. He has to, like... Uh, like hopefully that's, he, like, his move and that's just, like, all he does. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, shoot anyone, he just pistol-whips people. Because that is kind of, like, a weird thing about Seagal movies. You know how, like, Chuck Norris doesn't shoot people in his movies? Really? Mm-hmm. Is it, like, bloodless violence? Is it kind of, like, bloodless for violence? For the most really? part, he does blow up a helicopter with a bazooka with his illegitimate... Uh, Vietnamese son in uh, <laughs> in one of those Braddock movies. Braddock! So he does use some firearms, but like Seagal's really about the guns too. In addition to being man like a loves martial his firearms, arts. man. But like, yeah, it's a little weird. You All right, see Bruce so Lee firing guns. You know, we're gonna be saying. taking it to Bridgeport, Connecticut, to what? deal with <laughs> Matt Connor. Nice, Matt Connor. Matt Connor. Two first names. An yeah. elite <laughs> ex-cop whose life has gone downhill. Elite ex-cop whose life since has he gone was downhill. kicked off the force. Every Dude, we might have to go s- on a scouting location. Matt's for this. love for go his go only visit daughter. Some, uh, visit some helps him battle one of his greatest enemies, alcoholism. Well, oh, oh yeah, geez. cool. <laughs> oh damn. That sounds like every Seagal movie. <laughs> it's great. We c- I can't wait. It's got a 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, you can trust that. Those are all his fans, yeah. too. <laughs> oh, boy. So we are in for it. But I think that'll be pretty fun because I think there'll be a lot of stuff to talk about. Oh, we won't get to half of it, I'm sure. What if like, it, what if we can't even make a generic Seagal movie because he out-generics himself in his DVD releases? That might well, happen. We're gonna have to that's start a real seeing. concern. There's pretty much concern. a formula. It, that yes, I've seen emerge already through three, <laughs> yes, through three yeah. films. <laughs> <So> through three <laughs> films, you can sell that. Well, They're all going to be Connors, fairly Matt similar. Conlin. Matt Conlin. Okay, thank oh, you. Okay. Good. And yes, we're going to have to go to do some scouting missions down to Bridgeport to uh, to see some of the filming locations for Pistol Whipped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My new film I call P Whipped. But um, today we're going to take you out with a, a special, special song uh, from the movie we just watched. John Crow, Steven Seagal, Jimmy Cliff. Here you go. Vocals by Steven Seagal. This has been Seriously Seagal.
Then you're a cop when they kicked you out. What you owe to others, you now owe to me. I guess some folks could call me a dirty cop. Dirty in some people's minds. Seagal in Pistol Whipped.